Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. ESPN Denver 1600 presents Clar and Company. Welcome back. We're rocking out. It's Broncos blast. And what a blast after an upset win over Miami. What's sustainable? What can be repeated against the Saints? And a better defense this week, we're going to ask that, of Ian St. Clair. Follow him at Ian St. Clair at Mile High Report. Host of Mile High Report Radio Podcast uh, and the lead writer at Play Colorado. Dot com, and we're going to talk about all of that with Ian. And it's brought to you by Framed Art. Keep calm and frame on with Brian Hart at Framed Art. This week, in fact, today, it's uh, you had Black Friday yesterday. Today is Small Business Saturday. Support your local businesses and your local small businesses. And that's Brian Hart at Framed Art. Every team in town, every pro and college team that you follow, does the same thing. They go to the best. They go to Framed Art for personal and sports memorabilia to museum quality fine art. The award-winning framer for all of Metro Denver is Framed Art at 3065 South Broadway. And uh, good morning to a happier this week, I'm sure, Ian St. Clair. Definitely, and definitely caught off guard by uh, how well the Broncos played. I thought it was their most complete game of the season. Oh, I, Ian, no, you no were, questions. Yeah, so, what's sustainable out of this? What, uh, what can can they run a balanced offense again? Can they use two running backs effectively? And can they play defense and pressure the Saints' backup quarterback? Let's tackle the first part first. I think the key for the Broncos is to they they have to get the running game started, and whether or not they can is that's the key question because the Saints. 
have, I think, one of the better defenses in the NFL, and I think that's why the Saints are in a position to be one of the better teams in the NFL right now with an 8-2 record, even without Drew Brees. I think it's just because they have a complete team and they have a defense that is complementary of that offense that you know Sean Payton is going to design an offense that is going to test any defense, especially a mind like Vic Fangio. So the, the key is the running game because that's that's going to allow Drew, Drew Locke to have the pressure taken off of him as we saw against Miami. I, whether they can, it, it all depends upon that offensive line because if the offensive line can block the way that it did against Miami, then they have a chance. And then in terms of the defense, I think the defense has been one of the surprises of the season for the Broncos. On top of the performance of Garrett Bowles, the defense has played incredibly well. When you consider the injuries that they have had and the hurdles that they've had to overcome, the fact that the defense has been as good as it has is a testament to Vic Fangio and his coaching staff. And that's without Ed Donatel for the last couple of weeks since he's been dealing with issues from COVID-19. So I think the defense is at this point you can you can rely on it. You, we saw that against the Raiders. The only reason they were in that game for as long as they were was because of the defense. So I think the defense will be there. I think it's whether or not the offensive line and this running game can get going like it did against Miami because that will be the, the test of the season at this point and, and the key to a, a strong performance. We all agree that, um, you know, Philip Lindsay carrying it 15 times, Melvin Gordon carrying it 16 times. That's a perfect blend, uh, perfect mix. We said we got the best out of both guys uh, in that game, and that went really, really well. Let's hope they can continue to do that. Certainly the best game plan they've had going into this season. But uh, you talk about Vic, Vic, Vic Fangio's defense. He's, he's got a great record, and this is something we didn't talk about last week, but he's got a great record against rookie quarterbacks. Taysom Hill's not a rookie player, but you can kind of call Taysom Hill a rookie quarterback, can't you? Because he hasn't been a full-time quarterback until last week. Does that give Vic Fangio a, a better opportunity to shut down the Saints offense going against a, an inexperienced quarterback? Absolutely, because as we've talked as we've talked about, when you when you talk to guys like Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, and Matt Lafleur up in Green Bay, they constantly say the toughest guy to go against is Vic Fangio. So I would think that he'd be able to design enough looks that are going to keep Taysom Hill on his feet, so to speak, where he, he's going to have looks that he, he hasn't seen them before. He hasn't seen them before because one of the things that Fangio has been doing this season has been sending blitzes and sending pressure in ways that he hasn't in, at least in his first two years in Denver. So I think that's going to be an interesting uh, matchup between Sean McVay and Vic Fangio is how they go against each other and how they prepare for each other. So I, I definitely think uh, Vic Fangio is going to be able to put a defense that's going to disrupt Taysom Hill. But I think the key with this is, and we've talked about this earlier with with quarterbacks who are mobile and like to get out of the pocket, and Taysom Hill is definitely one of those quarterbacks, is you can't break containment. You can't go beyond yeah. his pocket. If the edge rushers, they have to maintain, they have to hold their water, so to speak. So if it's Malik Reed and Bradley Chubb, they can't go beyond his pocket because that's going to open up windows for him to make plays with his legs. Oh, so the pressure, the pressure has to come up the middle, and it needs the, the guys on the edges have to maintain so that he can't get out and, and make plays with his legs that he is aching to do. 
Yep. L- love to see him use those uh, kind of timed, delayed rushes that Indiana used against Ohio State. They all came up the middle. And it was almost like time-release capsules, one guy after another coming up the middle uh, uh, against just uh, against Fields, uh, giving them trouble. That would be interesting. Obviously, this is a much better defense than they've run against before. 78, uh, I think it's 74 yards per game. The Saints are surrendering not much. Mm-hmm. How do you break this one down and uh, Taysom Hill? How do you keep him from using his legs? I think he'd rather run than throw. Yes. Oh, absolutely. If you can keep Taysom Hill as uh, a Tim Tebow type quarterback where he, mm-hmm. he he doesn't throw it, then you're in a very good position. And Let's get I, your prediction. I think I, I, I think, uh, I, I don't know. I, I have a gut feeling that the Broncos will be able to keep it close. I just don't think that they're going to be able to beat the Saints. And, of course, that gut feeling could be the unseemly amounts of food that I've eaten the last few days. So I think, I, I, I do think it'll be close. I think the defense is going to come out fired up. And I think the running game and the offensive line in particular is going to want to prove that what they did against the Dolphins wasn't a fluke. So they're going to, they're going to have their moments. I don't think it's going to be enough. So I think the Broncos will will find a way to cover the the large spread that they have right now, but I don't think they're going to be able to overcome it. I have it twenty seven twenty four Saints. Well, good game, good game. Now there's a there's, a there's a more of a there's more hope hope in your voice than last week, though, Ian. That's good to hear. It's good to and hear. I, a large part of it, a large part of it, is the, the way that the offense is, I think, starting to piece it together. And I think one thing that they have figured out is they have a left tackle in Garrett Bowles. I, I think it's without question he has been the most consistent and one of the best play, if not the best player on offense. So it's a testament to Garrett Bowles and and his development and how and how well he's played. So I, I think that's one issue that can we and one uh, area that we can check off. Well, Bronco fans are hoping okay. that uh, he'll have more competition for best player on offense soon. <laughs> In any case, Ian, we will read you and uh, listen to you and Adam Malnati, too. Enthusiastic, lifelong, state-reared uh, Bronco fans on the Mile High Report radio podcast and read your uh, horse tracks in your column tomorrow morning on Mile High Report. And then follow your coverage after the Saints game. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, stay tuned. Mark Knutson opened up the show talking about the very abilities and disappointments of this uh, college football and basketball season already. I'm I'm just glad they're still playing, but the Rams in four count, his Rams, I think have Mark Knutson down a little bit. They aren't. They are canceled. Huh? They aren't playing. Everything is canceled. Thanksgiving rivalry against Air Force called up. We'll look at the impact of that on the program and uh, Steve Adazio's rookie year as coach up there uh, at Fort Collins. But uh, on an optimistic note, the Hoops teams open up next week as well on Ram Roundup with Kelly Lyle next.